Welcome back to another episode of Green World with Joe Staples, where I present to you brief, positive engagement regarding all things related to the environment. I'd like to begin this episode by thanking you all for the overwhelming support, listens, and engagement with our fledgling show. I was humbled and honored to receive positive reviews as well as kind words of support as early on as the first episode. One of the questions that was posed to me asked us where I was broadcasting from. It is my pleasure to announce that I am coming to you from sunny San Diego, California. Speaking of Southern California, some of you may have heard that this weekend, many parts of the southwestern United States are under a tropical storm watch, which is not a common occurrence in this part of the country. While the severity of the storm's impact on the region is unclear at this time, it is perhaps best that residents take every precaution, including staying indoors with the windows shut, keeping fresh water and dry food goods on hand, as well as having an emergency plan in place. In the broader sense, partially as a result of anthropogenic-induced climate change, we can expect extreme weather events to impact various parts of the globe in greater frequency as well as intensity, and people are best advised to understand safety measures and develop emergency plans based partially on their own risk factors, geographic locations, as well as available resources. Generally, different regions have differing information available for measures to take in order to prepare against the worst effects of weather-related extreme events. As many in the southwest region of the United States are worried about losing power due to the upcoming Hurricane Hillary, it reminds me of the ever-pressing need for a decentralized power grid. In California, there are organizations called Community Choice Aggregators that can offer consumers more choice in regards to their electricity sources. In San Diego, San Diego Community Power purchases electricity from renewable sources, which ultimately leads to customers enjoying clean power as well as competitive rates. While at this time, I personally am more knowledgeable and aware about some of the California local community aggregators, I am aware of similar community choice as well as renewable energy alternative grids that are active or in development in different regions all over the country. And if any of my listeners uh, want to inform us of uh, such similar organizations or programs or really anything related to renewable power alternatives, uh, please reach out to us and maybe we can discuss it on the show. I think, though, that at the very least, it is important for you as a consumer of energy or really any commodified good to understand that you have choice and it is dangerous and arguably unethical for you to consume unquestioningly. If that makes you uncomfortable, please understand that this is intentional as there are a lot of people who stand to make a lot of money off of other people's unquestioning consumption and I believe that it is our duty as residents of the global community to always question Some good questions to ask yourself about any consumer item, which includes energy, can be, is it ethical? Is it sustainable? Are the true costs included, or are they externalized onto the environment, slave labor, or something like that? Some companies are more than aware of the dangers of being an unethical business, and so partially out of a need for more ethical consumption, certain certifications have arisen that lend some level of credence to participating corporations or companies that have earned the certificates. Some good certs to look out for include 1% for the planet 
and B Corp certified or labels such as fair trade or bird friendly. While these labels may not guarantee perfect levels of ethical or environmentally sound practices or production, the companies that went to the trouble to earn these certifications, often paying large sums out of their own pockets, may be more likely to engage in on-the-level practices than similar competitors who have no interest in such certifications. I hope that's been useful to you, and on that note, it's enough out of me for today, and I'd like to thank you all for listening, as well as Cynthia Hofacker for helping me to develop this podcast. Thank you so much for being a part of our Green World podcast, and if you like what you heard, be sure to give us a follow, leave a review, or otherwise engage in our Q&As or polls. Thank you again for your time, and I hope you've enjoyed the show.